This is Thursday, April 8th, and it's time for our morning scripture and prayer time. Now, once while growing up, my dad gave my two brothers and me a challenge at the dinner table. He asked us how we would explain chocolate ice cream to someone from Mars. Now, at first we thought this was an easy assignment. It's cold, it's brown, it's sweet, it's creamy. There, we're done. But then he began to challenge us. The Martian doesn't know what sweet is, doesn't know what creamy is. Using things from the world of Mars, how would you describe it? Now, it didn't take us long to become frustrated trying to give an explanation to a Martian, the one they could understand. We didn't have the words, and soon enough, we gave up. So how would you like to explain what the resurrection will be like? what our raised-up bodies will look like and be like. It sounds easy until you realize the limitations of our language to capture what is clearly beyond us. Now, often when we talk about this, we also give up. Now, here's the Apostle Paul describing this to us from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 35 to 44. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? How foolish! What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. When you sow, you do not plant the body that will be, but just a seed, perhaps of wheat or of something else. But God gives it a body as he has determined, and to each kind of seed... He gives it its own body. Not all flesh is the same. People have one kind of flesh, animals another, birds another, and and fish another. There are also heavenly bodies, and there are earthly bodies. But the splendor of the heavenly bodies is of one kind, and the splendor of the earthly bodies is another. The sun has one kind of splendor, the earth another, the stars another, And star differs from star in splendor. So it will be with the resurrection of the dead. The body that is sown is perishable. It is raised imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. But it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. Now you will notice from the get-go that Paul has an immense challenge. We've already talked about this. How can he describe what will happen when we are raised up with Christ? He must resort to analogy and metaphor. He uses the idea of a seed and how when it is planted it produces life. That life really looks not much like the seed. Now, of course, we remember that Jesus used this same metaphor when he described that his death was like the planting of a seed that would produce many seeds and much life. Paul extends that metaphor, explaining the seed doesn't of its own reveal to us the full nature of the life that will come to be. In other words, you look at the seed, but you can't see the plant as it will be. And this is the difficulty 
with the resurrection. We can't see the glory of what is to come. That isn't evident in our body with all its limitations and weaknesses. By the way, Paul says there are all different kinds of flesh, many different kinds of bodies. The flesh of birds and other animals, well, it's not like our own. And even the heavenly bodies have a different splendor. So what are we to make of our resurrection? He says that the seed planted is perishable. You see, we can't imagine lives that go on forever in bodies like the ones we have now. And we shouldn't try to do that because our resurrection bodies will not be perishable. They won't be constantly aging, fading away, or progressing toward death. So we may die perishable, but we will be raised up imperishable. We may die in weakness, but we will be raised up in glory. He says we will die in dishonor, but we won't be raised up that way. Then Paul uses two words that really seem like an oxymoron, something that just doesn't fit. He says the seed is sown a natural body. Now we get that. Our physical, natural flesh and blood body will die and decay, but we will be raised up a spiritual body. There. <laughs> there are those two words we can't fit together. Spiritual body. If it is a body, it must be physical and not spiritual. If it is spiritual, it is a spirit like God himself, and, well, it doesn't have a body. You see, he's trying to tell us about ice cream, but our words fall short because in the end, we do have bodies, but they're spiritual bodies. They are not less real than the bodies we have right now, but they're imperishable and spiritual which means we will be able to live forever. Your body will be the you that you know right now, but transformed to dwell in the kingdom of God. Okay, if you have a headache, you're in the right place. And tomorrow we're going to take the next step in understanding our resurrection. Let's pray. Gracious Father, life in your kingdom sounds so foreign to us. This world tied to sin and death is the only life we've known. Thank you that you have more planned for us in your kingdom of love and light. Help us to grasp what you have planned for us and what you provide for us with the realization that your kingdom is coming here on earth as it is in heaven. For we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.